The Elvis Cast with Grant Bench. Hello and welcome to the final of our three-part series with Jerry McLafferty, the president of the Elvis Presley Film Society. I continued by asking Jerry on a rainy day, what's his go-to Elvis movie? Uh, let me think now. If I, if, I, if I just want to pick something, it's, it's probably Flaming Star. I, I, I guess I've always had uh, a, a, sorry, a real passion for it because it was the first time I ever saw him and I still think the performance is incredible. Uh, it hasn't dated. I mean, Westerns, well, some Westerns have dated, you know, ones maybe made before that. Uh, it's still quite a violent film for the time and even looking at it today, it's quite violent. Uh, that's probably my go-to film. Uh, so I'm not I'm not doing the light-hearted stuff. I'm watching Elvis being very dramatic and uh, not even surviving uh, the film story. <laughs> However, uh, it's all about the performance, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, some, yeah. Some, when, when you watch, because obviously Flaming Star is probably not one that I, I would be at the hop of my rotation once, something like you know, Viva Las Vegas or King Creole would be. But when you watch it, uh-huh. you are struck by just what a powerful movie it is yeah yeah i mean it's 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 very based on a, on a book that had been written just two years before the flaming flaming lance two years before they turned it into a film and it, and it follows the it follows the line of the book uh, pretty closely you know it really does just a good story you know and you know sadly you know it's all about uh, racial intolerance and nothing has changed since 1960. It's still the world is still the same. We're we we we're, we're, we're not working into political areas, but that's uh, it, kind of sad that it, it, it featured and highlighted that aspect of life uh, and uh, did it very very well. Uh, but we, we still we still have the same problems in, in the world. However, we'll we'll not get into that uh, about Elvis's movies. I should I should tell you if you don't mind. Um, we're talking about our the dramatic actor. Uh, we're uh, we're going down to the the Great Yarmouth uh, Elvis Festival, uh, which takes place every year in September for a full week. They take over an entire holiday park. Fourteen, fifteen hundred Elvis fans there. No one else, just all the fans. In this massive holiday park. Well, we we've been invited to screen the the new documentary there. They're going to show it in a cinema sized screen. Oh. Um, that's going to be one of the highlights that they're uh, listing it as a an English premiere of the film. We've already done it in Scotland, obviously, in March. Uh, so in another less than two weeks, we'll be screening that, uh, hopefully to a, a, a reasonable size. It won't be everybody there, but hopefully it will be to a reasonable size well, audience. It will be promoted well. Well, I know there's uh, some friends of mine that are going to uh, to Great Yarmouth and they've been at me for years to actually uh, go over because they said you'd absolutely love it. Oh, you would. Yeah, you would. I mean, I, I've, I've only been down there. They've been doing it for many, many years. I've only been attended it actually once and uh, we screened a lot of film material then as well. Um, other guys have represented us and, and screened stuff for us in, in other subsequent years. But uh, I've... Uh, been invited to go along um, this year and screen the movie, so I've accepted that invitation, and uh, well, I'm looking forward to it and uh, see what the reaction will be to to the film. Uh, to watch it with with fellow Elvis fans, that they're going to love every minute of it, and I think you'll probably sell a few on the way out. Well, ho- hopefully we'll do that. Um, when we when we did it in Glasgow, we didn't we didn't do that. We just made it a, a screening, We'd, and, and it was it was a, a I say it was a guest um, invitation for people. There was no 
ticket charges and that. We, we covered all that. And we didn't sell DVDs at it. We just had a screening. We felt that that was enough. But in in this one in Great Yarmouth, we will we'll, we'll have copies of the DVD available uh, for people who who want to have their own uh, copy of it. Yeah. Well, the good thing is too, you're not doing this. You're just covering costs. You're not doing it, you know, as a as a profit making exercise. Uh, you're doing it for the preservation of Elvis's film career. Yeah, that's that's all we've ever done. You know, we're just, we're just a volunteer group. We're not really that interested in we're not interested in making profits and stuff like that. But as long as we cover what we're doing, uh, we were pleased that when we did this documentary, that we went into a recording studio and uh, we we worked on the narration and stuff. We were in there for quite a number of hours. You know, we paid for studio time. We had a recording engineer, and what a difference that made to the quality, you know, of the soundtrack. Uh, and that's all we'll ever do from now on. Previously, we had just been recording really on computers, and it was acceptable, but not uh, not that didn't have that professional finish. So we thought, yeah, well, let's just pay for some studio time and uh, get it done uh, to, a, to a, a higher degree. And it's it's paid off, and we're we're really happy that we did that. Well, I can recommend, as I mentioned earlier, anybody listening, you want to get a hold of this uh, DVD, or if you're heading to Great Yarmouth, go and see it. Now, Jerry, there are lots of titles available. How can we contact you and find out what you can help us out with? Um, if people want to contact us, uh, it's it's basically just through our email address, which is elvispresley.filmsociety at ntlworld.com. And Jerry will get back to you and send you a, a lovely email with, with all the information. And uh, the DVDs are really reasonably priced for, for what they are. I, I can't believe it. Yeah, well, we're, we're happy to, to do them at the level that we're at. I mean, I know it's peop, some uh, outfits sell Elvis DVDs at ludicrous prices, and um, I don't really know why. And Well, I guess they're not really fans. That's maybe some kind of a commercial um, aspect, whereas we're just serious fans, and we, we're happy to get uh, films out there to uh, fans who are like-minded, and we don't want to charge ludicrous prices. People tell us that. We, we sent discs to, to your country um, and to New Zealand, to America to all over the place and most people get back and tell us that, that it's, it's very reasonable and they love the material so that, that that's a very satisfying feeling for us to know that we're producing something uh, that's worthwhile Yeah, have a look through, I'd recommend any of the uh, the performer DVDs and we'll put a, a list with, with Jerry's contact information I think you're also on Facebook as well, so we'll put that in uh, in the description bar. Another thing that uh, has come to my mind, Jerry, is uh, what are the availability like of all of Elvis's movies? Because uh, I know, for instance, Tickle Me was only ever released on Blu-ray here just recently. It was never released before that. Right. I, well, if I look at you know sites like Amazon, etc., you know, which is all over the world, uh, I would think pretty much every Elvis film. Is out there on DVD. Some of them are in collections. You know, you've got a seven movie thing, uh, or sometimes a twelve movie box set. Uh, I don't think there's really any Elvis movies. Out of the th- there's really been thirty five, if you count the two uh, documentaries, and then this is Elvis, and then a special edition of that's the way it is. There's thirty five Elvis movies. I would say they're all available. Uh, if people are struggling to to find them, uh, then we tend to, we, we, we would have the movies within the film society so we can make even feature films. We don't really do that very much. It tends to be the other titles you've mentioned, but we can make feature films available for people if they so desire. 
Yeah, I know out, out here at least, there's uh, not all of them get uh, released. And as I mentioned, Tickle Me only came out just recently and it was never released on a VHS. So it's interesting. It's great to know that uh, those are yeah. those are, are are available. Another thing that's just popped yeah. in my head too is um, mm-hmm. what what do you think the future is for for Elvis's movies? Do you think we'll ever get to see some of the outtakes or scenes that we know were filmed that uh, one day maybe we'll see them? What What do you think? I I would I would love for that to happen, and I, I've I've been loving that for for years. It's something I, I I feel quite passionate about. But the fact that so many years have gone by, uh, and to think that his acting career ended over fifty years ago, and we've not really seen any of these outtakes, and I'm not even sure that they still exist. Now they may, because I've certainly found a lot of over the years. They've found a great deal of audio material that we never knew about. As for the film material, I don't. I would love to think it's in vaults somewhere. But why is it still sitting there when there is such an audience for it? So if it was there, I'd like to think it would maybe have shown up by now. So my hopes are uh, I'm not particularly high. I'm, I'm sad to say. Uh, I, I would love to see that a whole program of you know outtakes. Um, songs that were we know you you know very well that how many songs were filmed <coughs> for some of the movies and and just uh, not used. There's, mm. there's quite a number of them indeed, but will we ever see them? I I don't have uh, great hopes, and unfortunately. It, and then of course the great lost footage of uh, the Pied Piper of Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, and that was professionally filmed, 1955. Yeah, a show with Elvis and Pat Boone, various other performers. Now that was that was I, I believe that was done by uh, Universal Studios. So it's hard to believe it's it's still not there somewhere. But various people have tried to unearth that and uh, never found it. I think you get Elvis doing maybe four or five songs. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that would be an incredible find. It sure would. And even some of the outtakes from Elvis. That's the way it is. Uh, that when they found some of those, that was uh, mind blowing as well. Yeah, that was that that was really manna from heaven, wasn't it? Because there was so much of it. Um, and again, they did a nice job with the um, the special edition of that. The way it is, and I mean, it looked fantastic. And you were seeing, I think, about forty percent of that was uh, all unseen footage, you know, previously unseen. But uh, there's loads more of it. And there was talk. I I'm assuming you might have heard it last year, uh, especially the Baz Luhrmann movie being all done in Australia. That he, I don't know how true this is, that he had bought the, the material from uh, That's the Way It Is and Elvis on tour and was going to work on it and put this out as some release. On, I'm not sure whether it would have been DVD or cinematic, I don't know. But that, and, and that news kind of died a death. So I, I don't know how true that is or is there any follow up? Yeah, he, he, did, you... he, he did mention in a, there was a QA that he did and somebody asked him and he said that he would put that. On his agenda, it's something that he wanted to do, uh, but obviously yeah. after the movie and the promotion and everything, he was worn out. Whether that's something he's planning on, I mean, he was involved in the recent reinventing Elvis documentary uh, that was yeah. screened. So uh, may, uh-huh. maybe he's starting to to do it. And I just feel, you know, for the Elvis fans who've been so loyal for so long, uh, they've got to get this stuff out there so people are still around to see it. Yeah, I, I know there, there, there's obviously there's a young audience, a younger audience of Elvis fans that are coming through, but I don't imagine it's, it's hardly in the millions, you know. So for people of our generation, 
uh, I guess I'm older than you, but uh, yeah, I think it's, we need to get an opportunity. We're not going to live forever. No. It would be just great to have these opportunities. And I've lost some, perhaps yourself, I've lost some really good friends who are huge Elvis fans. I've lost them now, and they've and they've missed out on so much material because it's not been available. And it's 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 rather sad thinking about that. Yeah, it, it is, and I, I mean, I'm just lucky that we get what we get. But yeah, I think of, of, of friends that, that missed out on, on seeing things like the on tour redux. I mean, they, they would have just gone yeah. crazy. Uh, I, I know I mm-hmm. went crazy when it came out. Uh, but now my, my next focus is trying to see if they'll release all the movies on, on Blu-ray. I know Spinout's just about to be released in the USA, uh, but they don't yes. doesn't they don't seem to have a, a wide wide range. I mean, they did the Blue Hawaii King Creole special editions, but uh, they mm-hmm. ne- they were never released out here in Australia. I had to import them. Right, that's strange, isn't it? Yeah, I I've got all the all the Blu-ray releases to date. I believe there's been fifteen. Uh, Spinout will make sixteen. That's still only about half of Elvis's films on Blu-ray. I mean, I have. I made sure I've got the Blu-ray version of each one as it comes out, and it, it, they are genuine improvements. But uh, no, there, there don't seem to be in any rush to do that, and there, there's no there doesn't seem to be any formal process either. They're just choosing something, you know, kind of randomly. Yeah, I know the Paramount ones went for uh, from King Creole to Blue Hawaii when I thought they might do GI Blues, uh, and yes. then and then the MGM ones are just going well. We've did it happen at the World's Fair? Let let let's do spin out this time. Aha, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Well, I thought perhaps it was it was working chronologically because, uh, well, to some degree, because uh, Jailhouse Rock was his first MGM film. Uh, although they they had they brought that out and and Viva Las Vegas on Blu-ray because they're always the two most popular films. Um, I think when DVD started, they were probably the first two Elvis films to be put on DVD as well because they're they're both popular. Um, but then at World's Fair came out, and I thought, all right, that was his second MGM film, so maybe they're going to go in order. But as you say, they've now thrown a spanner in that by releasing Spin Out. There's quite a few before that, so yeah. well, there doesn't seem to be any sense of order at all. No, just the usual Elvis world, I guess, isn't it, Jerry? <laughs> I'm afraid so, yeah. <laughs> well, a sad question to end with. Uh, what are your memories of uh, the 16th of August, 1977? Uh, well, I, boy, I, I had just I had gone to the the, the apart from being an Elvis fan, I'm a big film buff and still am. Uh, I, I'd gone to the movies with my wife that night and came home, and my neighbour came in and told us there was something on the news about Elvis, and we this was kind of late on, and so by that time I think it was announced that he was in fact he had in fact died. So I was just shattered, absolutely shattered. Uh, I couldn't believe it. I mean, we knew he was not that well, but I don't think anybody expected that. And I went into work. I mean, that was a Tuesday uh, here. Um, went into work on the Wednesday, and I was just in a daze. I really was. And I felt incredibly saddened. Uh, I was tearful. Um, I felt like somebody in my family had passed away. Um, I realised some years later that, that it wasn't quite the same because when my own father passed away, it was a different feeling, but I was very, very emotional when when Elvis died because I had by that at that time I had been a fan for um, about sixteen years, uh, so long time, and was very I was very involved in fan club activities. I was writing for newsletters and things, so I was very much steeped in the Elvis world, and uh, it it just came as such a shock, such a shock. 
Well, can you put your finger on why 46 years later we're still talking about him and still clamouring for releases and things like that? Yeah, I think I can. I, I think it's because we realised then and we still realise to this day that he was a very exceptional, unique individual. Such a charismatic man. Um, it, what he possessed was just so unlike other people. His talent is, just speaks for itself. His talent... Uh, as a singer, the range that he had, his talent, is it just as a presence, uh, is, is something incredibly special. And to me, that remains to this day. That's why we're all still feeling uh, this great spirit uh, about him. That, well, that is not going to change. I couldn't agree with you more, Jerry, and that sounds like a good place to end. But as I said to you earlier, I could talk about Elvis's movies all day. So <laughs> perhaps we'll have you back in a okay. future episode to do some more. I would I would love to do that, Grant. That's and it's very kind of you to invite me. I I am I'm very, very pleased. We'll have the in the description bar how you can uh, contact Jerry with all the information and believe me, you'll enjoy it. Jerry, thank you so much again. Thank you, Grant. Okay, look after yourself. All the best now. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Elvis Cast. Subscribe or follow the show on your podcast platform of choice. Just search for Elvis Cast. All the links and contact information can be found on my website, elviscast.com. If you'd like more information about this episode's special guest, check out the show notes in the description. Thanks for listening to the Elvis Cast.